Let's go back to the beginning of this paragraph on Daf Chav Dalit. Vini Muvin Mikolze. What we understand from all this Al Kalpanim. Asher Mikolshkim Mikalvachaymer that definitely for sure. Kashashov Aklon Chaim after the Tzaddik has departed. Even though his essence, meaning the essential qualities of his life, they are conviction, love, and awe. They are to be found now more so in all of the world. And as we discussed earlier in his father's words, that his Talmidim, again, remember, so far we're still stuck. On his Talmidim, we're not talking about the general world. Those Talmidim are able to receive their portion of his Torah, Mikomokim, nonetheless, B'meshach's Manrav, over a long periods of time, V'tir Desapnai, and the fact that we get busy, B'lachatz, with pressure, V'deche and with the pressures of trying to make a living, it is entirely possible that the light of that tzaddik's and his unique form of service will be gone. Don't forget. Stop thinking about it. This is why Talmidim need to travel to his place of rest. I love the Language, Mokim Menuchas, his place of rest, Al Kivrei, his grave, Uli Ishtateach Sham Al Kivrei, to be able to, literally, it means to lay across his grave, Ula Oyder Esrahava, and to reawaken the love that once existed, Mikarevish Vilevalmik, from the depth of the person, from the deepest of places. Why? How is he so certain that that's going to work? Because one could be certain that in as much as we don't feel it, it hasn't, it's not gone. There's a mimer. We've done the Shabbos morning several times over the years. about the um, woman that comes to Elisha, the prophet, and says that uh, they came and they take away her, they took away her children, and so on and so on. And he interprets this about a person who comes to the tzaddik and says, I don't feel anything anymore. You know what? I don't even care. And the Baltanya interprets Alicia's answer to her by saying, Really don't care? Why are you here? <laughs> why are you coming? Why, why are you here? So that's a little bit what he's saying. He's saying it's still there. It can't be that it's completely extinguished. Rak Nishar Azurishima, there has to be that there is some Rashim, there's some mark, there's some impression up to the top of Khafe. The way he puts it here is amazing. You know what the Rishim is? You know what the um, impression is that's left on the Talmud? It's a level of the Rebbe's Ruach that he left in the person. 
He left part of himself behind in his Talmudim. And that doesn't go away. Skip the parentheses. And that, you know how it expresses itself? It expresses itself in the very desire that the person has to go, to travel to the place of Menuchas HaTzadik, the place where the Tzadik is buried. He wants to go there to reawaken the love. Because if it were talking true that he no longer has any relationship, he'd have no interest in going there. What are you doing here? And so too, this level of Ruach that the Rebbe left in the disciple, that Ruach that the Talmud has within himself has the ability to reignite the relationship within the Rebbe. With an incredible, abundant love. And a tremendous humility, great toil. To be able to receive these three traits love, awe, and amuna. As his Rebbe taught him when he was still alive. So he's going there to reawaken, to reestablish his relationship with. His rabbis that he can receive once again. Why does he have to go there? Why can't he go to the show? Amnam, what a stupid question. <laughs> Why in the world would he have to dafka go to his place of rest? <laughs> to awaken there that love. Yes, There's two answers to that question. The first answer is Aldech Pashat. Simple answer. This is very, very chesidish. Okay? It's the trip itself. It's the traveling itself with this great yearning. It's going to establish within the disciple a tremendous yearning and thirst from below. And the result of that will be when the disciple comes to the Rebbe's grave. With his tremendous trust and faith, he's going to mamish, lose his identity. And he will completely be focused. To greet HaKadosh Baruch with tremendous humility. With complete submission of self. He'll pour his heart out to Hashem from the depth of his being. He's going to pour his heart out about his plight of how distant he has become. So, the traveling is going to build up the yearning so that when he gets there, he's going to be able to pour his heart out about how far he feels. What's he going to get out of that? You have the underlined part there. Hashem will pour upon him a spirit from above. You know what Hashem is going to grant him? 
Hashem is going to grant him that unique spirit of his Rebbe. Sheyesh loy chelek boy. Because there is an inherent, internal, intrinsic, whatever other fancy word you could use, relationship between him and his Rebbe. Lahachis nafshoy to restore his soul. With the unique flavor of that Torah and Avodah that his Rebbe had. So the traveling there, the selflessness, the giving over of self is going to create a reality and a connection that Hashem will once again restore him to his Rebbe's love and passion and emunah. Vehabez, the second thing that he'll get out of it, this is similar to what the Likutator of the Arizal writes in the, about the secrets of burial and Avelus. I, I, we could go into it. it, it's strange. It's all about that there are seven levels of Makifim, there's seven, seven levels of presence. And the soul comes back to the house and then goes from the house to the cemetery and comes back again. And each day, another level of the soul leaves the house and goes to the cemetery until the seventh day when it all goes back to the cemetery. And that's why you build an oil on the gravesite to keep those levels there. It's just a lot of really strange stuff. So skip it. Go to Daf Chavav. Next page. But you still haven't explained. I don't, I don't have a relationship. With right, right, right. He's getting out there. He, co- he covers you. Okay. I'm not ready yet. Just, just. The, uh, the uh, second paragraph on Chavav, towards the bottom. What we see from all this is, Ki b'makam menuchas ha-tzadik, in the place where the tzaddik is buried, there is a very, very internal nefesh that remains there. That's the letter tzaddik of the word image of tzaddik. And by placing what we taught, we call today the grave marker, the the matseva um, on his grave, that Allows Sheikhin Bitaikhabhidis Makifim that those hovering levels of souls stay there. Shem Lamid did tell them they are the Lamid Kimavayasham Barikas as the Arizal explains. Ubvade Amakamahu Kadish Yamalai. That's why it becomes a holy place, because you have all these levels of soul that hang around there. So even though the all that's there are these hovering levels that are external, nonetheless, they have a relationship with the tzaddik. And by him connecting to these hovering, these um, makifim, he's able to call the attention of the actual nefesh of the tzaddik. up to the top, on the top of Chav Zayin. with love and awe, his kashos, and with the incredible strength of his bond with his Revi, for sure he's going to be able to reach all the way to the soul of the tzaddik. 
the Korev Adover, and it's not distant to say, that he can connect his soul with the soul of the Tzadik, and to awaken himself with a new form of arousal to Hashem's will. And that is Rakim but that's on the condition that the person really puts his heart into it. But it, it requires a prerequisite of doing tshuva before one goes to the grave of the tzaddik. And he should desire and really want. He's got to really want this. You know, the people go, they, they do all these trips, they become like sightseeing trips. He's saying here, this, is not, this isn't about sightseeing. This requires serious tshuva and a true desire to want to reconnect with this level of the tzaddik. Now, he gets into the amuna. Here we go. The al through the intensity of the person's emunavis kashrus and his band. Benefesh atzadik with the soul of the tzadik im koyach hamidamet with his own internal power of imagination. Al derech haruchniyish yesh bikan, meaning. That while the person is standing there by the grave of the tzaddik, he needs to conjure up in his, using the power of his imagination. That here in this place there is pnimius nafshoi, pnimius umaki. From there's all these different levels of the presence of the tzaddik shenikut tzalim kanal, which is the word of the tzalim, the image of the tzaddik. Is yochalove ayudezel pchines me'en. This will allow for some semblance of this higher level that he spoke about of the connection of one spirit to another spirit. Again, going back to the fact that the person has to really want it, that it requires tshuva, that it requires a person really working on creating the imagery of what is really happening in this place. What's the point? Why do we want there to be a connection of Ruach to Ruach? You ready? Because by doing so, a person can draw into themselves a chilek, a portion of the spirit of his Rebbe, to be renewed, to, to come to a new life. From the light of his Rebbe's Torah and his service, as it used to happen when he had, when he was alive. When he used to see him face to face. And even more so than he used to get when he was alive. Because of the lack of the confines. Because. Because when he was alive, it was limited to his speech and his thought. 
ukeis. But now that he's not in his body anymore. Now, with the sheer power of his desire, he is able to receive directly from the spirit of his Rebbe. Moreover, the prayers that he will daven when he's on at the graveside, they are for sure closer to being received by HaKadosh Baruch Hu as he said earlier from the Ramah Mepano that the air space of Ganeidin revolves around the Tzadikim and that's where the there's etching of all of his great thoughts Everything I've just shared with you is only relevant to tzaddikim. That walk around with them with a a cloud of paradise. But by regular people, but if you're dealing with regular people, they they have a very black cloud of Gehenim around them so don't hang around them too much now now he throws in another concept yeah isn't there something special about <clears throat> being in the body in the transmission of through that physical reality? for sure. So we're not talking about that anymore. No. No. So they're not they're mute what do you say? They're mutually exclusive. Exclusive? Yeah. Meaning that there's something that can take place only in the physical form that cannot take place afterwards. Conversely, there's something that can take place afterwards that cannot happen in the physical form. So, what he launches here goes back to the Tefillah concept. Meaning, he just finished telling us about the level of connection, okay? That there's a level of connection that could happen that could not happen in the physical form. Now he introduces, other than the fact that a person's going to daven better because they're standing in a holy place. I remember walking, I was walking with, um, I was talking with David Leib and Eitz Yisrael. We're walking in the same, on the same stones, in the same footsteps as were the Shvatim, the Avais. You think about some of the places you come to and you dominate. And you think about who's been here before us. It's it's very, very humbling. There's an additional level that he says here. Which makes it seem like the Middle Rebbe wrote this when he was in Hadith by his father's grave. When a person comes here to the place where the tzaddik is buried. And he davens there by his grave. As we said earlier, for sure, his prayer 
at a holy site like this, it's with a very special intent. From the depth of the heart, when a person puts his head into the oil, we discussed earlier, there you have the dwelling of these makifim. As I bevad, I call ois ois mit dibure machshavos in the sham, nichlolim ba'avira deganed in the sham. So now, all of the person who's visiting, his words, and his thoughts, connect with this cloud. It's so funny that you could use terms like this now, that have a whole dual meaning, right? The cloud has a whole other meaning, but it's very pertinent, right? So now. Due to the fact that there is this miniature presence of Gan Eden that exists by the grave of the tzaddik, so you have an entry point for our tefillahs that didn't exist elsewhere on planet Earth. When the tzaddik's nefesh returns to its place upstairs, then that person who was visiting, his tefillah is going to go along with it. He's, he goes along for the trip. And his tefillah is going to be more effective because it's going to be productive and fruitful above and by extension below. As we know, this is really cool. Everybody knows that all prayer needs to go up through the gateway of Gan Eden that exists here on planet Earth. The Alkane, for this reason, the davening that a person does by the graves in Hebron. Of Maras Amachpelo, he ritsuyu mikabelas ma'id is very, very received, it's very direct. Lefishiyesh Kabbalah biyadeno, because we have received a direct Kabbalah shiyesh, sheshamah epischesh alganeid mamish. Then in Hebron, by the Maras Amachpelo, that's where the gateway to Ganeidin is. I could tell you that when you go there, it feels like anything but. I could not get into it at all. I was so distracted by worrying that I was going to get shot. That's too bad. Yeah. Now, Mashengena Tzvila Shalom Mispalim Bikan. That's not the case with the Tzvila that we're davening in Wisconsin. Miss Arvais Ba'avira Miss Avashalaritzamim. It gets confused and mixed up with the Shmutz. Of the filth of the the airspace of the nations in which we live. And the next thing is not fun. It's entirely possible. That the prayers that we're praying here for many years ain't going nowhere. As is brought in the name of the Baal Shem HaKadosh. So he has a, a footnote here, and he references another passage here from the Mitla Rebbe where he quotes a Shivchi. What, what is this Baal Shem Tov he's talking about? So he writes here 
Now this is brought also in Shivchei Baal Shem Tov, which was printed very shortly after the Baal Shem Tov's passing. The Baal Shem Tov came to a place and he said that by... This is the Baal Shem Tov speaking. Ba'amdi bitfilis ni'ila. I was standing by the prayer of ni'ila. Halakhdi mi'oilam la'ilam. I went from one world to the next. Ad shabosi al-heichalechad. Until I came to one chamber. And in that room, I came upon prayers of 50 years. That couldn't go anywhere. But now, because this year Yom Kippur, they damned with intent. All of those prayers went up. And he has a whole section here about the importance of the simcha of mitzvahs based upon this idea that mitzvahs done without simcha are not able to elevate, they're not able to be elevated, and as a result of which they end up becoming fodder for the dark side. Anyway, so... But here, if you come to the grave of the tzaddik and you hook, you, you, you hook your tefillahs on, and the tzaddik takes them up, so you now have a mechanism to have your tefillahs taken where they need to go. The dogma, the underlying section here, Chav Zayin, the dogma a comparison to the cave of the avos who can is here. Al kever atzadik upon the grave of atzadik hatfilus on the mispal sham the prayers that we daven there tuchli lalis mehera lemaila has the ability to be elevated quickly heavenward beis alios nevesh atzadik lemaila when the when the tzadik's soul is elevated upwards ki oisies shalatzvilem neshamim sham nevesh atzadik because the words of our prayer are embedded in the nefesh of the tzadik. And in addition to the fact that our own prayers have a hook to go along with him, so we're along for the ride, in addition to that, if we're very lucky, Yamlet's table of the tzaddik himself will go and put in a good word for him, and he will be able to carry out that Hashem should listen to the prayer of the petitioner, that it should even come back here, even in a physical sense. I've said enough for someone who understands. One more paragraph here. So that Eitan doesn't miss Meirah. And this goes back to answering what you asked before. You have to turn it right side up, though. Fli- just flip the page over it that you were on before. This concept. The davening has a greater reception. You know, now with, with uh, cellular recep- reception, you can have a little glimpse into this, that there are places that have greater reception. So, so now this should become an established idea for anyone who's looking 
for the presence of Hashem, that we can travel to such a place, and to dive in there with great intent, from the depth of our hearts, and we can be certain that his prayer will be received there speedily. Because this holy place, causes two things. The first thing is that the person will have greater focus, greater attention. From the vantage point of the strong faith, the person will be overcome with the trembling and the fear of the holiness of the place that he's standing. The Abbeis. Here you go. The second concept is the reason the person should trust that his prayers will be responded to in this holy place. Remember, now he's not even talking about the, the connection between him and the tzaddik. That was concept number one, is connecting. Now he's talking about the rece- reception of tzvilah. This idea, this applies to every Jew, even if he's not a disciple and has no relationship with him. Because it goes back to these reasons. It's a holy place. For sure this is the case to his disciples, who are connected to the light of his Torah. Now, He's going to go back to connecting for people who were not disciples when the tzaddik was alive. Which is what you asked about last week. Amnam, or one line after the underlined lines here, where the scribbling is on the side. Amnam af'aisam shalayadubai, even people who did not know him. Valayikirubai, and they did not recognize him when he was alive and sometimes it's difficult to do especially when people lived four or five hundred years ago it was difficult to get to know them while they were alive but we took the opportunity to study their holy works those holy works that he left as a blessing after him and they take pleasure from the light and the shine of his Torah and through the study of the Torah of that tzaddik they garner the strength they're better Jews because of it as the svarim teach him in serving Hashem to follow in the ways of Hashem they too are considered disciples. If a person latches on to the works of a given tzaddik, then they are too, they are also considered his disciples. Because they have a relationship. This is perfectly in line with the Maranaim that we learned, that the real life of the tzaddik are the divinity that he leaves behind. And now he says, Because they are believers in that tzaddik, and they receive from him the light of his Torah. 
because somebody who has no relationship at all with that person ain't a moment by clerical. He has no reason to believe in him. What does it mean to believe in somebody who you have no relationship with? What's the connection? Right? Now, look in the parentheses because this is the critical line. And this is what's explained elsewhere. She has the cult tzaddik b'doyroi that every tzaddik in his time has kama v'kama anoshim has many people she'enam aminim bay that have no relationship to him even while he's alive. Ve'enam writes him the kalbum v'menuklalukal. Not only that, they don't want to receive from that tzaddik at all. Quite the contrary, they make his life miserable. You know why that is? I know the fish ain't the chedik by cloud because, in essence, they have no common portion with him. There's no, they share no common cells. There's no, there's no shaykhs. Therefore, he now springs on us a new definition of the word emuna. Right after the parentheses. Ki inyan emuna. Throw away that Christian idea. The concept of emuno who miloshen v'yoymenes hadasa. That when it says by Mordechai Tzadik, he oymen es hadasa. He raised, cultivated hadasa is the same word as emuna, meaning shenimshach lishorshay. That means that the tzaddik drew that person into his source. I saw the rabbitical. From Rachmastrivka, the Rebbe, the Rachmastrivka Rebbe from Bar Park, was married to the Square Rebbe's daughter. Is married to the Square Rebbe's daughter. Previous Square Rebbe, Rabbi Yosef Tversky, was a humble, quiet man. Withdrawn. And he drew to him tens of thousands of people. He didn't speak. He didn't darshan. He didn't daven for the Amman. He stayed in his four Amas. And he drew people like a magnet. Because the concept of a tzaddik is that he draws people in with his common soul. Look what he writes. This is the concept of emunas tzaddikim of the trust of the belief, and here now he's talking about the cultivating of tzaddikim, the fishem shrashim, because the 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 souls of tzaddikim are root souls. That's why sometimes they feel like horseradish, and they're deep inside of the ground, because they are roots. And when they roots, all of the different branches draw off of them. Ve'anofim and all the branches and leaves nimshachim l'sharshim are drawn to their source. Hence, now to the underline, u'bevadai for certain, oisom haloimdim b'svarim agdoshim. Those people who study their holy works. And they conduct themselves in Hashem's ways. According to the way that tzaddik guided. 
and the person delights and he takes pleasure in the light of the Torah they are all called his disciples mamish and therefore by right take they too can connect their neshamas to him in the most intense way as if he was alive today it doesn't make a difference if it's 500 years later as long as we are still connected to the guidance and the Torah of that tzaddik we can um, relate to him just as well huh? Eitan's got to go. Goodbye. Goodbye. Uh, Okay.